Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Wednesday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, BQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500 is the number to call here this afternoon. D. Dowd's finally getting his first Monday in now, here on a Wednesday, hope day, because we needed it, but, uh, well, we've just been busy with everything else. Don't forget, you can find us, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Podcasting, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, apping on rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. And uh, doubt I never thought I'd be uh, so happy to say it's so great to see you. <laughs> wow. Um, really, uh, uh, yeah, apropos of that, Eddie, you know, I've been meaning to ask you, uh, I don't know, anything interesting happened in your life the last couple of days? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I've been some interesting uh, last couple of days getting ready <laughs> and, you know, trying to do what I can to, you know, sort of make some sort of semblance about the issues that are facing our city. And, you know, trying to focus on that, but how can you when there's just so much? I mean, I feel like a, like a telenovela, right? It's uh, kind of crazy. And, you know, the media is really complicit in much of this. So they've, they've earned their place. Uh, I have continually, as, uh, excuse me, as you no doubt, I've been continually talking about the problems here in the city of Albuquerque. We know it's the media. We know it's leadership um, and Nowhere have we seen it more than uh, in in the last couple of debates uh, at that. By the way, I am running for mayor, in case you didn't know, fightfor505.com. So you can go uh, check it out uh, right there. My uh, competitors are welcome to equal time here on this radio station. One has requested it. It's currently going through the process, and there is an official process. Interesting. From, uh, yeah, yeah. One has requested. Um, and then uh, we have to talk about how we are at this point this albuquerque everybody outside of new mexico just remember something they don't care about you they don't care about albuquerque okay so we have to put our best foot forward for ourselves do the right thing for ourselves you know that nobody cares that we're one of the slowest growing i mean we have negative growth here in the city of albuquerque they're like well we're fine with that we'll take more of your people your best and your brightest we don't mind growing our phoenix or salt lake or denver or you know, Oklahoma City or Tulsa's or whatever other city people want to go ahead and leave. So it's really incumbent upon us uh, to do our very best. And unfortunately, we have not seen that from our leadership. And we have not seen it from our media. So I'm ready to launch into a full-fledged Friday afternoon of talking about exactly the bias that's going on. Uh, with complete with, you know, I've been thrown into an ethics uh, uh, investigation. It's not going to be an investigation because I literally got Manny last night to admit of the coordination and the collusion that's going on, which, you know, I knew he wasn't smart enough to understand the question that I was asking him. So I just put it out there for him. And, you know, Bob's your uncle. There it is. And he walked right in, didn't he? <laughs> I don't know if he wanted to jump, dive in with both feet. I mean, I just, I just think he just enjoys it so much. It, it was just absolutely ridiculous. So we let it there. Um, it's sad, but we're so much better than this. You know, I will tell you that as I walked off, the, I couldn't get out of that studio fast enough. I was out of there. 
like within 20 seconds. I'm, you'll see me as the whole debate ends. I literally pick up my stuff and I just go straight out the door. I'm like, I, I got, I had to take two showers. I'm out of, I'm out of here. I, I can't bear to listen to this. Like this is not the culmination after so much bad news over the last, what are we, 19 months now into this uh, uh, COVID pandemic? Like, this is the best that we have to offer. And as I was exiting, stage left, literally, I looked like, you know, the theatrics, right? You ever remember that when they showed you, like, how the stage is organized and Shakespeare? You've, you've studied the little Shakespeare. Yeah, downstage, upstage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went stage left right off, and I was pretty excited because I'm like, I'm gone. I'm out of here. And I was happy at the very end to say, my God, give me this damn job. I'll be happy to do this job because I don't <laughs> be talking about any of this stuff. You were <laughs> exasperated at the end. And it was <laughs> like, what's like, going on here? Like, how could you, like, how could you just hand, you know, I would say yesterday I felt like you guys finally gave up and just handed me the debate. The first four debates I won outright, right? I think that's fair to say, like, in terms of stature, confidence, uh, delivery, and then substantive stuff. Issues, direction, plan. I mean, you know, I'm very, you know, rigid. I had a guy who stopped in earlier. He's like, and I said, I'm, I said, I'm very OCD. You know, I can't do things without the other. Look at Dowd's place. Look at my place. Like, like I have a plan of attack. I know what I'm doing. I know what I want out of it. And, you know, I plan ahead and make sure that everything was, was done right. But then last night it was like, I didn't even know what to make of it. I walked off feeling like we all lost. The whole city of Albuquerque, we just lost after that whole thing. Like, it doesn't get worse than that. That last night was an example of everything you hate about politics right there. And uh, hopefully one, one guy that you love. And hopefully that, that's me. And we'll leave it uh, at that. I'm going to talk for a moment here just to kind of kick things off and be more specific. So we're kind of talking inside baseball without me referencing anything specific because you know, I don't want to have to take a, a fourth shower today. It's just, it's that, it, it's that bad. It is. Um, Channel 7 reached out to me. And they are very interested in this story about Tim Kelly. <clears throat> now, again, without getting specific, because uh, I'm not going to get specific on any of this. They reached out to me, and this is, this is it. <clears throat> I'm a little, little horse today there, uh, D-Dowd. Okay, it says, where did it go? Let's see, I've got a, okay, here we are. It says, good morning, Eddie. My name is Stella Sun, and I'm a reporter with KOAT. Nice to meet you. I'm like, well, generally don't say nice to meet you through a text message. You definitely want to give me a call. <clears throat> it says, I'm hoping you had time to go on cam, do a Zoom call, or give a statement. Regarding two allegations by candidate Gonzalez about Keller's alleged domestic violence and the alleged drunk driving by a city official. Thanks. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I said everything I need to say last night and I didn't want to touch it at all. But I was very interested in what Channel 7 was doing. I was very interested in T.J. Wilhelm. He's the one who published the night before the uh, B, what, what was it? African-American. What, what did they right, say? Right, 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 right. So I looked at this great, great detail. <laughs> yeah. So, so I went and I just said, okay, well, once you want to talk about something that's actually substantive that you can prove. And so I sent her 
this is what I did. I said, are you aware of the debate last night? Okay, Murder Mike, thank you. Uh, are you aware of the debate last night? Then I sent her the New Mexico politics with Joe Monahan blog because, you know, it, it clearly stated that I had won the debate. <laughs> I don't know if I won or we all lost or what. <laughs> it was bad. And it says New Mexico politics with Joe Monahan. Gonzalez goes in the gutter. Like this is on the very same day Joe Monahan writes this glowing piece about uh, Manny Gonzalez's commercial. You know, he said, oh, oh, this is great. Finally, he hits his, he literally said he hits his stride. I'm like, oh my gosh, wow, what's going on there, Joe? It's pretty short it's stride. Just, yeah, very, very. He says, Gonzalez goes in the gutter. Inflames mayoral debate with unproven personal tax on Keller, who calls them disgusting. The cringeworthy debate moments covered in full on the Wednesday blog. And I state explicitly, both to the Albuquerque Journal and to Channel 7, and also to Channel 13 as well, I said, I was not covered or featured in this AM's article. And the baseless accusations were, and the baseless accusations were. Like, it, it kind of thought, like, immediately we have yellow journalism going on. Like, immediately. This, this is what, so remember, we're sitting here getting grilled by Jessica Dyer, by Channel 7, that they want to know the issues. We want to know where you're at on crime and homelessness. And we really are really focused on your answers. I'm like, oh, obviously. Because when the sparks fly, the only thing you're interested in seemingly is baseless accusations that I think everybody, I mean, Chris Ramirez and Tessa Mentis walked into the room when they were done last night. And, and I almost felt like we were sexually assaulted. I felt that way. And I think they felt that way too. And that's not being hyperbolic about it. It's just like, what the hell was that? What? Mm. You know, we just waste an hour time getting ready, prepping, doing all the stuff, you know, getting ready for, for that. Like you just can get completely overshadowed. So I said, I was not covered or featured in this AM's article and baseless accusations were. Immediately following that, after Manny quote unquote read, and he pulled out his notes, which was also illegal. And you've seen the KOB channel four uh, thing. So uh, that was very interesting. Yeah. Um, Tim Keller's uh, campaign manager stated something about that. Immediately following that, after Manny read his questions, which was breaking the rules of KOB Channel 4, I provided evidence of his MFC coordinating with his campaign consultant. And I didn't need a note. I didn't need a single thing. All I had to ask the stupid guy was a question. And he provided the answer immediately. And then I write in, Monahan stated I won the debate, which is actually the story. I thought that's, we have debates to determine a winner or a loser, right? Isn't that generally what it is? Like, who sure. set themselves apart? So here's the KOB Channel 4 rules that were set out. So one, uh, Neri Olguin, I'm getting that uh, correct. Here's the rules from KOB Channel 4. Okay, it says candidates cannot have notes, flashcards, or any other type of prompt at the podium. We walk in there with nothing. That's the rule. We got a bottle of water and notes. We're staring into a camera. We're answering our questions with flashbulbs in our face. That's it. By the way, that's why I was squinting last night, because I was like, boy, this is bright, really bright. And uh, the, the, the folks at Channel 4, actually, I thought did a really, all things considered, a really, really excellent yeah. job. I think there's only yeah. one time that Chris Ramirez stepped over himself when he says closing statement, opening statement. And I thought he handled the room. I think uh, Chris uh, handled the room without being uh, overbearing. And I thought I, one of the things I was very proud of last night is I took an, anybody's time who didn't take their time. And then in addition to that, I also utilized all of my time. 
You did. In a debate, you want to use all of your time. So when that red card went up, then I wrapped up my stuff, which always gave me an additional three to five seconds for me to wrap it up. And I never. Uh, and kudos, it. Eddie, to the to the your statement. Uh, I got to give you. I'll give you your props. Your Saturday Night Live. Uh, you seized on that Saturday Night Live skit and saying, uh, "I'll I'll take the rest of of, of the sheriff's time <laughs> since he has nothing else to say." He was he was blank. He was like, "I'll take the additional thirty seconds." That was, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> It felt like Burt Reynolds uh, playing Jeopardy. On uh, remember that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just in there. That's funny. That's funny stuff. So, uh, Neri Olgeen, the campaign uh, director for Tim Keller, said it's a small uh, but significant. At KOB four debate rules said no notes. We know that many for ABQ can't string ideas together. So during the two minutes uh, during his break, he went and got notes and snuck them in. I saw that. Uh, I, maybe she was there. I don't know. And on TV, we saw him read his pathetic questions attacking uh, the mayor. Manny is a weak, pathetic cheater. Like, so it's, it's really it's really on fire, right? It's back and forth. Okay, so for my part, the real story is this managed finance committee, which measured finance committee, excuse me, uh, cannot coordinate with the actual campaign. And then Manny basically admitted that last night, and we updated uh, or they updated or somebody updated the whatever the order was. And I got another copy of that today. So with that, all that, all that being said, here it is. He admitted his political consultant. Oh, our, our wireless is down. Doubt if you go down, that's what's going on. I'm not sure what's happening. So uh, I, I stated he admitted his political consultant work with the MFC right on stage. The filing is from Karen Montoya of the Save ABQ Pack MFC. His political consultant spoke to the MFC, which is exactly what he stated. Um, and I'd like to base upon that today, just so we can have a fair race and do the fact that besides getting the $5 contribution, I would also like to ask right now, formally on this air at 4.19 p.m., that Manny Gonzalez needs to go ahead and remove himself from the race today. Yeah, I, I think it's... I the think the drama, the, the, the disgusting... Uh, behavior of not just last night, but I think the continual use and now his abuse of the ethics board, I think can be you know, plainly stated. Um, and I don't need to do any sort of convincing. So I think to save himself, I think to save BCSO, the embarrassment of any further lack of leadership, uh, for, for, for example, not understanding that crime is actually up from 2019 to 2020, yet going on emphatically and stating that it's you know, down like that doesn't make any sense, and and that way I can have an actual reasonable debate about the actual issues. So I can call Tim Keller to the carpet on the issues. You know, and the thing is, is we'll see what they do at this point. Uh, putting me in front of the ethics uh, council has not worked in your favor, Sheriff Manny Gonzalez, and I will also. Uh, state unequivocally, I do not wish to speak to you ever again. I don't believe that you're a leader of this community. You are no longer, I think, the de facto leader, despite your title, position, and pay of the Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office. I believe you have disgraced your rank and file within the Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office. I believe you have disgraced this city. I believe you have disgraced uh, your uh, service, I think, to our community. 
uh, with unsubstantiated claims. And the worst part about it is you, of course, know better as a lawman, the highest lawman in Bernalillo County. But uh, furthermore, many of your friends and colleagues and other people have all reached out to me to let them know, let me know that they are now supporting me after the reckless uh, behavior that you had last night. You're welcome to speak your piece. Uh, I will turn on the phone for you, Mr. Gonzalez. You are certainly open uh, to having a conversation about the issues uh, at any and all times, as far as I'm concerned. I'd be happy to uh, have that conversation with you, uh, sir. But I believe that at this this point, you are a complete and total disgrace uh, to the race of uh, the 2021 uh, mayoral election. So with that being said, let me continue on the... uh, let me continue on this KOA TTV channel seven and what I said to one Stella son, I said, it's a distraction to the real issues of our city. And this is why I got into the race. It's an absolute fact. I, this is why I got into the race because I didn't hear any, despite our city being in an absolute crisis. I didn't hear any of these issues being spoken about. And last night it was the same back and forth that we have continued to see over and over again. It's not helping Joe Q public. It's not helping every single person who lives here in Albuquerque. It's just not. So with that being said, I closed it up by, should we watch that exchange? I mean, the Twitter verses is, is lit, lit up by it. No, I don't like Pete Dinelli at all, but uh, Pete Dinelli actually also called for Mayor, or excuse me, Sheriff Gonzalez to uh, leave the race. Uh, I stated, wow, wow. I, I, I know, I, I don't agree with we, him. We found news, something but. that will unite Pete Dinelli and, and Eddie Aragon and D. Dowd Muska. That, you know, that's well, Pete Dinelli suggested that I go to Boys Nation, and now he's like, that's the single worst decision I've ever made. Wow. <laughs> like in your entire life, I think. May have been running for mayor back in 2013. Little drama queenery. There, yeah, he, he is. He is very. Yeah, and you know he's squarely in Keller's corner now. Oh so, yeah. yeah. You know, there's no doubt about it. I mean, he's part Eddie, of. Eddie, I think very he quickly. Is the, he's the head head uh, mouseketeer of the I hate Eddie Aragon club. Oh so. well, Adolf. You know, you got to go against Adolf Aragon. Um, yes. Listen, just very very quickly. Everybody tries to rope themselves in when you know tie themselves into the hot topic. Uh, yeah. I'm not trying to do this. I'm. Sim- I will just simply say. The allegation that the sheriff made last night, I you know, heard a tip from a tip someone months ago about this incident at the house. You, I, did an, I did an IPRA request, as that's how you should do it. Uh, you, know, you could investigate multiple avenues, but I did an inspection of public records request that morning, the next morning. The city said they had no records relating to anything happen, happening at that address, and I let it go because there was nothing to seize on. Uh, I have seen zero a scrap of, of evidence. I'm not saying it's not out there. I'm saying I haven't seen it. And if you're going to make so serious an allegation, remember, folks, I despise Tim Keller. If you're going to make an allegation about someone like that, no matter who they are, and you've got nothing, nothing to back it up. I mean, that is pathetic desperation. And he really showed his true colors last night. Yeah, it's unfortunate. So the mayoral debate went on last night. Here's some sound from uh, the portion where I caught uh, Sheriff Manny Gonzalez. Real life TV drama here. Um, my question is for Sheriff Manny Gonzalez, and he has now made me part of this drama that he seems to love so much, despite the fact that he is 0 and 5 in front of the ethics board. 
He has now put me in front of the ethics board. So I'd like to ask him and explain to our viewers, instead of focusing on the issues, which are city, crime, commerce, the things I want to run on, uh, ex please explain after I gave you use of my radio station, Sheriff Mady Gonzalez, uh, why you decided to put me in front of the ethics board. Thank you. I have not put you in front of the ethics board. That was the doing of my political consultant. I'm not aware of uh, what you're talking about. I have been the sheriff and running uh, the sheriff's office, and I've also been a candidate. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, Mr. Adagon, we'll give you 20 seconds to clarify. Uh, you just admitted that you are colluding and using your political consultant, and you just admitted that your MFC is working directly with your own campaign, and you have now just admitted fraud, Sheriff Gonzalez. Thank you. We Mr. Gonzalez, Mr. Gonzalez we 10 seconds, and then we're going to move on. That's not what I said. My political consultant uh, brought those things. I have no idea what you're talking about. That's just your misunderstanding. Can you imagine a city run by a guy like that? I mean, it would be directly run into the ground. You, you, you can't think on your feet. You have no idea what you're talking about. You literally contradict yourself within the, the very sentence. Not even, you know, the, your segment. You contradict yourself within the sentence itself. Like, there is no part of your organization of which you signed off can work with a measured finance committee member or a measured finance committee. Uh, also in this, I will let Bill Ream know that you will be primaried, sir, uh, for your position uh, directly involved and directly being involved with uh, Sheriff Manny Gonzalez. We're going to clean up the city and we're sick of filth like you. Uh, you don't deserve to be called a Republican. And uh, for you Republicans who continue to get behind the unethical and very questionable practices of the highest lawman uh, here in our county, uh, you will also be held accountable. So I just want to make that abundantly clear to everybody uh, out there. It's not a threat. These are comments coming from other people. It's not from me. I'm one person. I can only do so much. So uh, it's my understanding you'll be hearing from the person who's going to step up to challenge Bill Ream. There'll be a challenge uh, within the Bernalillo County Republican Party again for their role in terms of their participation in uh, aiding and abetting one Manny Gonzalez uh, during this entire time, uh, and specifically in an unsubstantiated uh, claim. So you know, all this uh, tumultuous, uh, let's trade for the very top and who's running the party. I'm also or already hearing that uh, there will be uh, people who are going to be holding that group of people uh, accountable as well. And you know who you are. 550-5500, that's 550-5500. Let me wrap it up for my uh, uh, conversations here with uh, with Stella. Uh, let's see where we, oh, where, we, where we lost her at. Okay, it's the very, very bottom of my exchange. I said everyone in the studio was embarrassed at what became of our dialogue last night. Chris Ramirez and Testamentus came to talk to me after the debate, and I'm happy to meet with you, but I think this is important. And then I said, I had a 130 with Channel 13. I'm available before or after. He says, my news director says he can chat with you. Can you give him a call? I'm like, sure, yeah. His name, I talked to him, his chest. So he got snippy with me. He didn't like the direction the conversation was going. He said he's not going to be lectured to. Very funny. Uh, wasn't that the same exact words that one... Sheriff Manny Gonzalez stated last night, I'm not going to be lectured to. So there you go. We're trying to improve a city, folks. Uh, nobody cares about the personal foibles of uh, any one of us. Uh, well, you do care about where I live, where I sleep. Uh, what else do they care about me? I've got a lot of things. People are very interested in me all of a sudden. Your DNA. <laughs> my DNA. There we go. So my DNA, <laughs> somehow we got to my DNA. Somehow we got to where I sleep. You know, I don't know. All the other stuff that's uh, certainly out there. So, um, 
What else am I missing here, Dowd? I I, I want to get to KKOB and uh, all of those uh, revelations in terms of them dumping. Uh, David has provided uh, very, very copious amounts of audio recordings. Uh, so it's very cool of um, interfaces uh, directly with producers, uh, interfacing directly with uh, people who are on air. Uh, the bias in the media and the electioneering that is going on. Uh, remember, I certainly grant all of my uh, competitors that equal access uh, to this. They now have the process of going through the right way of, of doing so. There's actually an ethics complaint on me on that. So we'll leave that uh, there. Uh, so one of the things that we have in all those recordings is clear electioneering on behalf of one candidate and the complete and total marginalization of the other candidate. Now, one TJ Trout who's on the air right now, you know, I'm, may not be that intelligent either, uh, has actually gone to great lengths uh, to try and marginalize my candidacy. Uh, when you're presenting stuff in the media, it has to be sort of, okay, equal time or equal coverage or, you know, not talking. I mean, the number of times that I'm saying my competitors' names, but also services and depending upon how you feel about me, as a, I've been playing the debates. People are very aware. However you view those debates has nothing to do with them. Is this simply a debate that was conducted? Um, I didn't steer that debate. Those are debates that I've been playing. Not when I haven't control. been off air. Yeah, it's out of my control. So you guys have that uh, unadulterated raw information so that you can make your decision. If you don't choose me, I'm fine with that too. But at least you had a choice in the matter and you weren't steered. And that's which is also electioneering. Okay. Um, we will attend to that hopefully by the end of the day tomorrow because we have more audio coming in as well as Friday. So that information uh, will be presented to you uh, in as unedited a format as I could possibly provide. We'll, of course, you know, cut out some of the segments. You'll no doubt recognize some of those, the names and the personalities, et cetera. But then that will be that. Okay. So where are we at as far as the campaigns itself? We've already done everything that we can to and get the word out. You've seen our commercials on Fox News. You've seen our billboards. Uh, We've made a tremendous amount of calls. We've actually increased, uh, get this, there's the latest numbers that we have uh, that have come out, which is important for all of you guys. We've made 87,193 calls as of this morning, 2,791 responses. Of those, 1,146 people have stated that they're going to uh, vote for Eddie Aragon for mayor. Now, that's a 41% clip. We've gone, we started at 32, 33, 35, 38, 41. Uh, it's of no surprise uh, to me, given the amount of feedback that we're currently getting, but we, we expect to see those numbers jump uh, tremendously. They're being asked of Republicans, Democrats, uh, independents, um, because people want to see a clear, and they want something different than what they've had. And I think we know what we've had and we've continued to see what we're getting. And that's not a good thing. So here's the results on the other pieces, uh, which is very important. We've knocked 12,307 doors in the past two weeks. Um, I don't have the total uh, number. Uh, we've had uh, 468 people state uh, that, that they will not vote for me. 740 say that they are undecided and 437 that's refused. And one of the very interesting thing is there's large chunks of those undecided voters who have yet to speak yet or the ones that refuse. So that's a good 1,100 which leaves you about 40%. Um, 
I think after last night, I think a new poll should definitely be in order. Um, I think uh, some of the information that's going on, uh, you know, I think they're just mean, little, hateful people that are running this state all over the place. We need to stop that from happening. You know, I almost want to say, you, you know, uh, make a shirt. We don't like mean little people. You know, they you, you, really, I, they, they can't be magnanimous. They, they think that you're constantly picking on them, even though you're not. I, I believe in the last debate or one of the last debates, you know, what's kind of interesting here is during these debates, Stout, I've defended uh, Manny Gonzalez back you on have? September the 28th. I mean, I'm like, come on, can we stop this? And then last night, I'm like, I don't even have to defend Tim Keller. I think he was pretty capable of defending himself. He was. He was. I'll give him that. I mean, he just literally like, what? He, he literally retorted right away. What a disgusting thing to say. You know? Like, what, what are we dealing with here? And, and at that point, I was like, oh, my God, you're really going to give me the question right after all of this? Just in case they couldn't get, you know, any more must-see TV. There it was. There it was. So, all right. We'll leave it there. Long open. We appreciate you. We missed you. Sorry we couldn't be here for you on uh, Monday and Tuesday, but I will be here all the way through Friday. I'm very, very, very excited about that. Um, I love doing this. This is my job. This is what I care to do. I love being in front of you talking about the issues. Unfortunately, right now, I am one of the issues, one of three issues that's in front of you that you will be voting on. Um, I'm going to open up the phone lines for just about anything that you want to talk about. You can come in and love me, hate me, whatever you guys want to bait me, uh, like I did yesterday to uh, Sheriff Manny. <laughs> you guys can do whatever you want uh, right after the break. Uh, your final thoughts, Dowd, on everything um, from from what you've seen over the last couple of days. Yeah, I mean, I, I continue to – it's a personal uh, – pet peeve of mine. I continue because I like and I respect Eddie Aragon and I'm grateful to Eddie Aragon for he's done a lot for me in my life. The diminution of introducing him as a, introducing him as a radio show host. Oh, yeah, yeah. Eddie owns the station. And as I said to you in the last in email last night, Eddie, I mean, you, the, the show is three hours a day. You probably work more than three hours a day on business related issues related to owning the station than, the, than mm. actually on the air. So if you're going to try to dismiss him as just a radio show, I mean, listen, there are a lot of radio show hosts who are alcoholics who live in their mother's basements and do nothing else. I agree with that. Eddie owns a radio station where he also has a show three hours a day. I think that'd be much more uh, accurate. Um, let's see. A couple of my notes here. I really thought I, I can't believe Keller actually had a couple of lines I liked. Um, I think Penny, uh, oh. Manny, Manny. Manny insisting that the Gateway Center needs to be a tech hub. We already have four tech hubs, Manny. <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, Keller had had to point that out. Uh, pretty uh, pretty interesting. And uh, again, you know, I said this I don't know a month ago, Eddie, and I. They seem to hate each other more than they're interested in helping out Burkenos. You yeah, know? that's, I mean, the, they, that's it, the main that's the main point I keep trying to. to yes, bring up is, yes. You know, the people of Albuquerque are sort of just like left. While mom and dad are in the front seats, you know, <laughs> drinking, tossing bottles and you know, beating each other up in the front seat. The kids yeah. are in the back, have no idea that they're, 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 they're going to move over the double line and go into a straight head-on collision with a semi. Right? Uh, it's personal between those two. Um, I don't bad. know. It's, it's distressing. It's, you know, it gets back to a, a wise man once said a long time ago, it's all about leadership in this state, and we haven't yeah. had any for a long time. It's been a long time. Let's have a little bit of fun, everybody, here on this. Uh, and by the way, we'll be playing the wonderful debate that you saw last night or heard about last night. For those of you who didn't hear, you get to hear it uh, in its entirety, courtesy of KOB. Should I say our partners at KOB Channel 4? 
Uh, that'll partners. be play, media partners. I love that. That's the best. Everyone's our partners. TV Channel 4 at 6 p.m. 436, back and forth. Thanks for listening. to your inbox every morning at 4 a.m. Sign up now at rockoftalk.chat. Get the conservative calendar, top 10 clips, and links of the day, local U.S. and global news briefings, all at rockoftalk.chat. Music is the great communicator on makeusgodlyagain.com. Well, it may be the devil, or it may be the Lord, but you're going to have to somebody. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. Makeusgodlyagain.com. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy the safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Hey, Boudicca, Car Spa here. Did you know that Car Spa has 
four locations or that Car Spa is locally owned for 47 years. Did you know that Car Spa employs more than 100 people in Albuquerque or that two Car Spa locations remain traditional full and exterior wash services and two new stores are called Car Spa Flex. That means everything or all services at one location. No wash across the street from our wash across the street from our wash across the street. That can get expensive, right? Flex has fast lanes. Landing areas for both express and full service finish, express and complete detail landing areas, optional courtesy vacuum, and relaxing waiting areas. Some washes offer expensive convenience offset by free popcorn. Car spa value and experience exceed all expectations. Now, stay tuned for the pop quiz called Show Me. Experience the new flex, East Central or Sevilla at Core. Google Rain Tone Car Spa for exact location. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we all also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, healthcare, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683, 883 883- 3683. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. 
All right, state your name and power. I am the Waffler. With my griddle of justice, I bash the enemy in the head, or I burn them like so. Next. Hi, uh, I am Pencilhead. And I am son of Pencilhead. We erase crime. Two generations of... Yes, thank you. I'd say there's potential. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Set to the rules and I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back street? You'll never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on, get paid. All right, a little smash mouth, a little all-star there. That's a, a old video. I remember the beginning of that that had a lot to do with, was it Ben Stiller or a bunch of other guys were talking about uh, who can solve crime of the uh, superheroes that were right there. And I'm like, oh, man, I haven't seen that in a long time. It's a great video, but smash mouth. That's a, exactly what we did. 550-5500 have now forwarded the phone, so open lines. 6 p.m. we'll play the KOB Channel 4 uh, debate. And uh, no doubt has had a couple of articles written up. We've done a few ourselves. Uh, so let's go to those. Let's uh, play a little bit of catch up. Uh, we barely got to, I think we covered the Virgin Galactic on Friday. But just to kind of revamp everything, uh, Dowd, let's just talk about my prediction, your research, you know, kind of where uh, more or less kind of where everything everything is, is at as far as Virgin Galactic. It doesn't look like it's going to make it out of 2022. Yeah, late last week, and this was after the close of the New York Stock Exchange on Thursday, and and when companies release bad news, they release it after the market closes so they can do as much spin as they can until trading opens up the next day. So Virgin Galactic basically said, yeah, we're going to do nothing for a whole year. Uh, The stock lost a significant amount of its value, which had been dropping really since Branson's summer flight. The summer flight was kind of we may look at that as the, the apogee of Virgin Galactic with, sure. this, with the, the, the marketing, the spin, uh, riding the bicycle down to, to Spaceport America. We know that was staged. I think it was the Associated Press that documented the, the, the fakery of that. So Four days before. R- right. Uh, recorded four days before. So, And again, I, I'm not trying to make a claim that just because the stock fell, it's over for the company. I looked at the deep financials. How much cash do they have on hand? How much cash are they burning through? They're also in the process of issuing more stock, which they're allowed to do under federal regulations. But of course, the more stock you issue, if demand doesn't go up for that stock, we all know what happens to the stock's price or value. It drops even more. What's, what happened since, what's happened since Thursday is the Wall Street analysts, uh, and of course, they can be up and down and all over the place, but there's almost unanimity now with people from the various banks and investment firms saying this stock is a dog. We know they're not going to get uh, revenue for at least another full year. Meanwhile, Blue Origin, uh, Mr. Bezos' company, is sort of roaring ahead. Uh, I floated in my piece here, available at rockoftalk.chat, 
they've always insisted since they went public, uh, coming up on two years now. In fact, uh, in about another week, it's going to be two years since they went public. A lot of boastful claims about their wonderful technology, their unique technology, their cutting-edge technology. They're going back into maintenance for another year now. They're talking about not launching until the fourth quarter of 2022. I think the litigation, the securities litigation guys, I mean, these are high-priced cobras in, in lower Manhattan who, are, who examine every statement by a company and, and looks to, look to shareholders and say, hey, you've been ripped off here. Uh, these, these statements they've been making about their wonderful technology, except every time they fly their technology, they need to take a year off to, to fix all the problems they've had. Uh, I think the litigators are going to come out now. And uh, again, uh, bankruptcy may not have happened to them in February 2021, as Eddie Aragon predicted, but bankruptcy may happen in February 2022. Uh, it's looking very, very bad for Virgin Galactic right now. And the idiots, um, I don't know, political bloggers, Democrats, Republicans, people in this state who back in July were saying this is the dawning of what we've been promised for 15 years. And Eddie and I were saying, no, 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 no. When you look at the fundamentals, this is all a show, basically. Nothing has fundamentally changed. I mean, Virgin Galactic is arguably at its worst place, yeah. is worse now than it's ever been. It, they are in dire, dire shape. And when, you know, <laughs> you want to talk about Manny's line, when are we going to have accountability? When are we going to have accountability for all the politicians, both parties, who have pushed Spaceport America for 15 Fair. years. Fair enough. And I, I totally agree with that. There has to be a, a, a certain uh, come to Jesus uh, at some point. But, you know, the local media, as you know, doubt, uh, and as you have called out uh, when you have the cheerleaders who have been there, oh, they're all clapping and very excited about what had happened. and Tweeting about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no real claim of success because, as we know, that you can actually get weightlessness as you're descending downwards. We know that. Richard Branson didn't actually, now we're finding out, didn't release a seatbelt until yep. they were going zero gravity negative uh, downward. So uh, some real questionable things have happened. Uh, it's uh, definitely a, a bit of a sideshow uh, at this point. Uh, all space cases, if you will. <laughs> we're talking about Bezos. We're talking about Elon uh, 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 Musk. If we're talking about these people, I mean, it is really the one that we got left with, which is the worst. It's... Uh, it's, it's amateur hour for Virgin Galactic. Here's some of the headlines to supplement what Dow just uh, enunciated. Uh, Morgan Stanley sees Virgin Galactic stock falling further, warning of more development changes. That from CNBC. Virgin Galactic's problems are growing. That from the Motley Fool. Uh, CNBC reporting Virgin Galactic delays beginning of commercial space flights to fourth quarter. Stock falls 20%. Uh, that from Investopedia. Virgin Galactic stock plunges after company delays space flights. Why Virgin Galactic, Galactic stocks tanking today? How Virgin Galactic makes money, flight tickets, cargo, and services. <laughs> to where? Where will Virgin Galactic stock be in five years? An existential uh, twist at, at that. So here we are. We're looking at just the ones from today. Market Watch, CBS's Market Watch puts out, sell Virgin Galactic after another long flight delay, UBS says. How about this one? Morgan Stanley sees Virgin Galactic stock falling further, warning of even further development hurdles. So there you go. I think we had it here first. Dow jumping to an all-new time, all all-time high. Virgin Galactic uh, potentially going to an all-time low. The disconnect is real, and as Dow had stated it, uh, a failure of galactic proportions. Uh, find it directly. <laughs> you like that, huh? <laughs> I do at uh, Rock of Talk dot chat. Um, 
550-5500. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hello. That's you. Hello. Hello. Hey, oh. what's up? What's going on? What's your name, sir? Go ahead. No, my name's Matthew. How, how did you like that Nyate uh, question? So That's was that, I was wondering if that was you. I'm glad you called. That was you? Yeah. We've seen you? Yeah, thank yeah. you. How did you like my answer to your to your question? Uh, uh, by the way, I had no idea you were calling in on that question, by the way. Yeah, I I have to say, hey, you know, oh, I, I the reason why I put in that question was because uh, I, I really wanted to see what the other candidates think. Hey, and... <laughs> <laughs> I guess I shouldn't be surprised that it was, uh, that Mayor Stolas like sort of missed the question entirely. <laughs> yeah, he and I stated yeah. that I stated as much that he did not answer the question because he didn't. He said he's going to put it to the city council. I'm like, uh, what? Why are we putting it to the city council? How'd you like my answer? I uh, talked about sopapillas and honey, and you know my background. Uh, we we oh. did this a little bit last week, and then you know, talked about how there'll be a full, and I took the rest of it. Manny stopped about 45 seconds short. I took the rest of his time. And then I stated unequivocally that there'd be a full fledged investigation into the origins of how all that uh, came about. Cause I know a lot more about that than, uh, than I think 99.9% of the public. Well, I, I, you know, I, I, I'll be looking for, for the same all right. Sounds good, Matthew. Well, thanks for doing that. And uh, it was nice to see your face. And uh, thanks for making such a big impact and, you know, being a voice out there and uh, getting that, that question out there. It certainly so, seemed like, you know, in terms of bringing uh, our community together, uh, that type of question, I think, was necessary for just a little bit of healing here on the other side. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, I, I wanted to bring that question up again. Uh, I know a lot of pe- people who were just like you, who were just like me. They they were they were devastated that there were uh, people who were trying to take take down the statue and not uh, pretty much APD did not uh, do any anything and of course, of course they wanted to order by Cali to not do anything and flipping face flipping face is saying saying that. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I think it was uh, Sanchez. Sanchez. Sanchez was the real criminal, not Antifa, who's a painted. He did uh, not to mention mentioning uh, what Onyate's interpreter, who was Native American. I don't know if you. Uh, I don't know if you noticed it was. Uh, he said that too. I think it was on the uh, the right side of uh, Onyate. I didn't know that his part of the history. I, I really didn't. So that's that's also good for all of us yeah. to know. And we know how important uh, all of that stuff is. Matthew, I appreciate you uh, calling in this afternoon. Thanks for participating and getting your voice heard as well. Hey, hey, I'll fight, I'll fight for the 505 to the very end. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's great. Thank you. Oh, man. Um, sometimes it's hard to understand him. So I hope that our audience is able to make out most of what he said. And I was appreciative of the fact that uh, Q, I, knew, I knew right away as soon as like within the first few words, you know, I've, my brain is now, you know, you have uh, photographic memory. What is it when you had audible photographic memory? Because I usually can get it, I don't know, about 90% of the time. Um, let's take a quick break. Let's hit the top of the hour news. Um, we've got some more articles to share with you. And um, 
you know, it's going to be a little bit haphazard. And, and in that, might, I mean that we're not covering like all the news or all the things that we generally would be covering. But uh, when we return, we're going to talk about the fix being in for Manny, colluding with the media. This was released prior to uh, yesterday's uh, debate, which I think is important. We'll hear our new commercial, which you're seeing all, all, all over Fox News. Uh, commerce is everything. We'll have some uh, write-ups from the Daily Blast, a century of real energy. The land of enchantments, oil and gas blessing. Uh, what, do we have to look, years. what do we have to look forward to in, in that particular uh, article there? Uh, we are about to mark a milestone tomorrow, a century of one of the most uh, momentous things that ever happened in this state. And I took a little trip down history lane and it was one of i think eddie's one of the proudest things i've ever put up on rock of talk dot chat because you know i'm a bit of a history buff <laughs> yeah well this is good so we're going to get do a little bit of that when uh we return right here in the kiva on am 1600 kiva abq.fm rockoftalk.com that's rockoftalk.com matthew thank you so much uh for devoting the time getting your voice heard i think that that was uh excellent this is how how easy you can uh you know get your voice and get your questions out there. And I feel really, you know, it was a good level of participation with all the people um, that uh, were trying to get involved in the debate. Back after the top of the hour news. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with thinking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally, and you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today. On the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And, and what, what about, about the fresh, fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in Heights and down. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Human remains were found in a Florida park near personal items belonging to fugitive Brian Laundrie. That's not good. The FBI reporting on that Wednesday that the partial good. human remains have been found in Florida's Carlton Reserve in a location that was previously underwater. The special agent in charge of the FBI Tampa field office, Michael McPherson, 
updating the public about the investigation. This is an active and ongoing investigation, so we ask the public to maintain distance from any law enforcement personnel, equipment, vehicles, and other related activity, but to stay of the public and to protect the integrity of our work. The Food and Drug Administration has authorized the use of COVID-19 boosters from Moderna and Johnson & Johnson and says that people can receive a different brand of vaccine as a booster than they did for their initial shots. USA Radio News. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-885-0303. That's 1-885-0303. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-885-0303. SelectQuote. We shop you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. President Biden is making an appearance in his hometown of Scranton, Pennsylvania, Wednesday to pitch his multi-trillion dollar spending package. In the Build Back Better plan, I got more money for passenger rail than the entire Amtrak. <laughs> of course he did. Of We're course he did. The nation in a big way. Amtrak did. did receive $1 billion in COVID oh, relief geez. money in early 2020. Although it still did not turn a profit in fiscal I mean, I, 2020, losing $801 million. Confessed yeah. killer Nicholas Cruz is pleading guilty to the 2018 Florida high school massacre. The mass murder claimed the lives of 17 people at Madgery Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland. Speaking to the courtroom, Cruz saying the shooting gives him nightmares. Cruz also said he was sorry to his victims several times and asked <laughs> yeah, the judge to give him a second chance so he could try to help others. More Seriously? news online at usaradio.com. This wow. is USA Radio News. Wow. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, girls, We're all the worst of the worst, are we? Cheer for War Raw. Un Check out this week's War Raw podcast <laughs> right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. As staffing shortages continue across the country, restaurants are getting creative. As America is facing major staffing shortages since the introduction of the COVID-19 vaccine, one restaurant owner in Hot Springs, Arkansas, is paying their employees and feeding them to do homework before their shift. Greg Jones, owner of the Explore Restaurant Group, tells Fox News about his successful program. Yeah, so what we offer is that they come in an hour early for their shift. We take them upstairs. We have a nice quiet dining room upstairs, and in the afternoon is not uh, not a lot of people there. They get out their laptops. we got great Internet service there. We feed them lunch. They work on their schoolwork for an hour uh, while they're there. And then at the uh, at the end of the year, if they achieve an A or a B, we give them a pretty reasonable, substantial uh, uh, bonus uh, for those grades. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry.
New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio announced on Wednesday that the city is issuing a vaccine mandate for all city employees. Those employees now face a deadline of 5 p.m. on October 29th in order to have received at least one dose of a vaccine in order to become eligible to work on Monday, November 1st. Mayor de Blasio explaining the motivation behind the new mandate. We are here to keep you safe so you can keep everyone else safe. We need you to keep everyone around you in the workplace safe. We need you to make sure the people who you encounter. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk, on the AM 1600 KIVA, BQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500. Hour two coming at you with uh, D-Dab Musk, and I guess he had his mic open during the break there. But, hey, I'm just getting back to the control. No, I don't think you said anything there, dear sir. I think you're you're just fine. Don't don't you worry for, for a second, uh, D-Dab Musk. We'll get into more other stories, and now we can hear them. Oh, whoa. Oh, we, we started that last week, a little uptown funk, and then we went into a little bit of a, a funk on Friday afternoon. I don't know if you guys remember that. It was a, it was a tough week uh, a couple of Fridays ago, uh, D-Dowd. And uh, let's get into it. I've got a couple of phone calls. People want to get in, and uh, phone lines are open, so go ahead and jump in. 550-5500, go ahead. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Hi, Eddie. It's Stephanie here. I haven't talked to you in a while. Hey, Stephanie, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I thought this might be an opportune time to read one of the poems again. Okay, go ahead. Uh, by all means, uh, you yeah. have the floor. You want to read. Now, Stephanie has, for our audience out there, uh, she has been composing various poems for me, um, I think for maybe the radio station in general and I maybe my candidacy. So, uh, Stephanie takes a lot of time to put this together. So let's give her our ears and let's uh, take a listen to what she has to say. Stephanie, go ahead. Well, let me give you a choice, Eddie. No, 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 no. You just, no, no choices. You, no choices. You, you do the one that's on your heart. We'll have a, we'll go that way. Go ahead. Okay. The one that's on my heart is a repeat, not a new one then. And (laughs) it's on commerce. Okay. Enemies, who can tell, lying in wait, an opponent to destroy. But Eddie, a rat can smell. So I plot they ploy, Eddie, to avoid. On city, COVID, crime, corruption, and commerce is where Eddie will spend his time, for this is his promise. Five C's, says Eddie, to make a mark on his fair city. Eddie is ready. His Albuquerque is in the dark. They tried their skill, but many businesses have closed. So now they must be still and their failures exposed. Closures are harmful for community and individuals, so let us not marvel and stand against these liberals. Increased crime, rising homelessness, higher poverty rates in businesses fleeing gives one a sense of hopelessness. Commerce we must improve and businesses stop from leaving. And now our kids may not be educated to all this a new vision Albuquerque needs. So let's all take a stand and be dedicated so to Eddie, Tim Keller must concede. To ensure we, the people, do not miss the good old days, let's put a stop to this evil without a moment's delay. No more hanging or chilling out or comments going through. Get out the word and shout that current leaders we must remove. Be not an offender, as this song you might remember. Smiling faces, smiling faces sometimes they lie. They don't tell the truth. Be a part and make a difference in this fight for 505. With clarity and emphasis, let's reiterate. 
Eddie Aragon is our city's leader. We prefer. Wow. I, I, that better the second time around, Stephanie. That was good. That was yeah. really good. All right. You load up another one. I'm going to come back to you. I've got a couple of other calls, and I want you to come up with a new one that we haven't heard before, and we'll play our commerce commercial uh, as well. All right. 550-5500. Caller, you are in the Kiva. Go ahead. Eddie, is that me? That is you, sir. Go ahead. I want to first of all let you know I think your billboards on I-25 look wonderful. Thank you. They sure show up, I'll tell you. Uh, last week, I was driving to work, okay. and I saw a bumper sticker on somebody's car. Half okay. of it was red, half of it was blue. And on the red side, it said, enough. And on the blue side, it said, vote blue. Now, let me ask, how can you have enough of something that you've rarely, if ever, had? And how is voting blue going to change anything? I would agree with that. I mean, I'm I'm agree with your sentiment entirely. You know, 86 years of Democrat Party domination here in this state. You know, I've had enough. Uh, you've had enough. We've all had enough. But you know, it, I don't know what they're talking about. Uh, they're very good at projecting what they already do. Uh, it's it's uh, classic gaslighting. You know, last night on stage, I called uh, Tim Keller a progressive. You know, I talked to him about. I think I called it the Fab Five. Did you notice? I don't, I, you know, as you're thinking, you know, I, I went with the Fab Five. What, what is it called? Uh, down, what are the gals up in the, the the group of the the four women who are going going crazy? Up and what we got doubt on mute. Sorry, the, the squad, squad. I believe. Okay, yeah, yes, I had to read down's lips. Not the squid, the squad. The squad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, it's just classic victimization. I think you know this is one of the indelible remarks of how we know. You know, Sheriff Manny Gonzalez is dyed-in-the-wool Democrat. You know, no matter where he's at, no matter how many times he's hitting you, he's constantly played, uh, playing the little victim, the porojito. Oh, my gosh. He's, what else could possibly happen to our little Manny? I mean, you know, uh, people get tired of that routine, and people want their politicians to be empowered. Uh, they want them to be forceful. They want them to be positive, and they want them to be can-do. I mean, and when you keep losing the way that he does, I'm like, well, you don't have to say you're a Democrat because you're acting like a Democrat all along. In the case of uh, Tim Keller, no matter what happens, nothing is ever Tim Keller's fault. Like you could you could sit there and talk with him for, I don't know, weeks at a time, and it still wouldn't be his fault. I don't even know how that's possible, but hey, how's it going? Who's out there? <laughs> you know, it just wouldn't it just wouldn't be his fault. So, yeah, I'm with you on that bumper sticker. That's that would be my reaction. The same as yours, sir. All right, I, I think he got into a. I think he got into a little fracas out there. I heard a, a honk, and he had to attend to that. All right, we lost another call. <clears throat> Eddie, I knew you were talking about the Jihad Squad when you mentioned the Fab Five. Oh my gosh, that's so offensive, the Jihad Squad. Yeah. What is it? Is it what? That's his. I read the note I, as they come on. As they, I read it, and it's not going to suddenly change. These are people's opinions. Uh, Sandy Hill, in memory of your murdered wife, do the city a favor and drop your support of Sheriff Manny Gonzalez. He's unethical and not smart enough to fight for us. I'm so sorry for your loss. I'm noticing a lot of people using the word uh, fight now. You know that that's, that's happening all the time. Yeah. yeah. And I like that. That's what And, and honor, too, Eddie. I mean, I think, you know, Manny so often talks about I was a Marine Corps. You know, I, I, there's no such thing as an ex-Marine. I've been in law enforcement. I and mean, these are a community of people who have a deep sense of personal honor and integrity. And, boy, 
contrast that with how the campaign's been run and the tactics the campaign has tried. Uh, there's a wide gulf between those two things. You also have to know when to fight uh, and choose your battles, too. Uh, you know, there's clearly when you're outmatched or, you know, outthunk, uh, there's that uh, as well. Boy, you have to... Uh, no helping, no Juan. Uh, there's uh, the squabs, the squabs, not the squad, the squabs. Uh, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie rocks. I couldn't help myself. Oh, that's very cool. Let's see the squad, the four. I can't say that now. <laughs> You're not going to get me to say that. I'm not going to say those things. Uh, man, it was really hard to hear and understand her poem. Okay. I apologize for that. We're going to have Stephanie go slower this next time around, uh, with her poem. Um, Eddie, did I hear right? The Gateway Center only holds 40 people. It holds, uh, let's see, 100 people or 25 families, okay? Uh, previously thought it was supposed to be 300 people, and now we're down to 100 people and 25 families. Honestly, there's no rhyme or reason. I will make sure. You know, here's the thing. Uh, Mayor Tim Keller's making a complete mistake on is you can't forcibly commit anybody psychiatrically in the state of New Mexico without them being either a threat to themselves or yep. to others. So yep. it literally would be, you don't realize like how much it takes to detain, arrest, or commit. Those three things come with a whole slew of, and I'm surprised that the ACLU is so on Tim Keller's side on all of this when it comes to, you know, forcibly committing somebody. Like you're going to have to get, a, you know, a psych psychiatrist out there do a full-scale evaluation before you can even can make the determination that this person is going to be forcibly committed to that, you know, uh, place. So let's just be clear about that. Yep. There's, there's a lot involved. I'm surprised that has not been addressed yet, that doubt. I mean, you well, know I, that, that Murder role. Mike, uh, Murder Mike put it so well a couple of weeks ago. How do you help someone who's refusing to be helped? And we, we know that the turn, well, turnout, I guess, attendance or occupancy of the Tiny Homes Village uh, it's a lot lower than it should be because people don't want to meet the rules of living there. Uh, I don't know. If somebody gave me a free house, no matter how big or small, I think I'd be willing to uh, make some concessions. But apparently not with those folks. So uh, kudos to Murder Mike for resolving that. But I think Keller – or for mentioning that. But Keller is playing the classic career Paul game, which uh, which is look at what I built. Don't, mm. don't look at what's actually happening. What's See that, that big building over there? Day. That's yeah. me. I did that. Well, and his 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 – his cop-out, if you will, no other way for me to phrase that um, on the fly here, but his cop-out is that the voters wanted it, they voted it in. It doesn't make it right, okay? Uh, that's not leadership that everybody can, can see. It's like, oh, okay, well, that's good. Let's go ahead and do that. Well, did you consult with the people over at Kirtland Air Force Base and, you know, Ridgecrest and those places if they wanted that to go ahead and be there? And if you're going to be bringing that into that neighborhood, I think my idea is way better, much mm -hmm. superior. Temporary uh, places where we track uh, place, transit, help, aid, and really empower. You know, I think that that's a, a, a bigger, larger key ingredient to help our city. And, you know, when we talk about crime, we need to also simultaneously be talking about homelessness. So it's no coincidence, ladies and gentlemen, that homelessness in the state of, in the city of Albuquerque has grown by two and a half fold. Okay. During the very same time, homicides have grown by about the same amount. Think about this for just a moment. Okay. All things considered, everything else being equal follows logic that a lot of the crimes, homicides, etc., 
involve homeless people. We need to understand that there needs to be a protected group of people that are part of the homeless population that are being assaulted, victimized, raped, murdered, uh, you name it. And it's happening to homeless people out on, uh, out on our streets. So that increases by that much. You know, these are people who don't have care. They're braving the elements. Uh, they're living here. They're drug addicted. They're mentally uh, anguished. They have mental uh, deficiencies. And then on top of that, some of them have economic in, in, insufficiencies. So we've got a really compounding problem. And then the, there's that fourth predatory group, which really takes advantage of the rest of the three. So, you know, we've got to get in there. Caseworkers obviously have to increase number of social workers on that stuff. But, you know, the case by case basis have to increase temporarily. Uh, so how do we do that? How do we augment that so we can reduce our popu- uh, our homeless population? I stated before, if we don't reduce our population of homeless people to 1,300 people from 5,000 people, I won't run for re-election. If we don't reduce our homicide rate, if it doesn't go down from, you know, 100 and whatever it's going to be this year, 110 murderers, 115 murders, if it's not reduced down to under 60, I won't run for re-election. I mean, it's just as simple as that. Uh, these are numbers that have been exacerbated, uh, I think, by the poor direction and poor leadership and the squabbling uh, between the leadership of, uh, you know, who's on first, people blaming uh, other people. Let's see. Divide 15 million for 200 people. Well, how about for 100 people? <laughs> and then you know the numbers. So there it is. Today's count in the tiny homes across the street from the Southeast Heights Clinic. Anybody? Anybody? Six. Six. Uh, Eddie, I will give Dow 25 cents more than current stock value for his share. Got your back there, Dow. Where do you want me to send the $2.25? Listen, Mr. Weisenheimer, you know, if you listen closely, I only bought that because I want it framed on my wall as a collectible. I'm not buying it as an investment. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. We have to be able to budget uh, better. The police department has a psychiatrist on staff. Um, Okay, yes, I do. And he also has his own private company, which is a conflict of interest because he's a mental health homeless psychiatrist and also has his own company that does the same thing. So I'm sure they would use him to do the commitment. Um, it's not that simple and straightforward. I mean, you, you really have to kind of look into it and delve deep into it. But remember, I'm going to sort of uh, crime, homelessness, we've got to really kind of make sure we attack both of those uh, specifically. Okay, so David says radio-friendly version, the squad, a.k.a. the four Horsewomen of the apocalypse. Okay, that's better. Appreciate that. You know what he said. Yeah. You, you you know what he was really trying to say. Uh, poem reader, turn off her speaker for clear audio. So when Stephanie comes back on, she's going to read a second one. Uh, Stephanie, go ahead. Another poem. Go ahead. Okay. I apologize to the listeners if I couldn't understand. I'll sit and try to go slower this time. Okay, you're you're still. I'm I'm picking up on the muffle muffling as well. So why don't we set the phone down? You can stand in okay. front of it a little bit closer, and then you can use your paper. That might be a bit, bit better, more clear okay. for people. Okay, is this much better? It is. Yes. Go ahead. Okay, give me. Oh, sorry. I titled it politics and welfare. Okay. Give me, give me, give me. Why should I say? A sense of entitlement have we, but the cost we must weigh. With unemployment high and increased crime, many must rely on those past their prime. Just take, 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 without a care for handout's sake, one's only livelihood to forsake. To devour that sugary poison fed to us from the lips of some is to fill our brains with puffs 
and causes many to succumb. And so to folks in want, except my apology and kind, no offense meant to the needy, his corporate welfare, I find, that destroys the mind. Wow. So what politicians do all day is of our concern. But some would have you stray and righteousness not to discern. This socialist way of life embraces you, embraces a sense of laziness, and makes one intellectually askew. Yet from the labors of many, deadbeats would take. Their wants and needs to fulfill as does in the grass a withering snake. Big <laughs> brother, as Robin Hood, steal from some, and this politicians see as good. So let us resist, seeing the cause false and as poorly led. Be not a Karen or Keith. Get out the word to spread <laughs> and give Albuquerque a new birth. Let's change our city's value system. Be a leader and do not follow. Move forward with wisdom, for these values are hard to swallow. Tell all Eddie Aragon to vote, for he will run this marathon and Albuquerque promote. That's beautiful, Stephanie. I love that one. That's a good one. I love that. I like that one better than even the last one. We'll have to play the uh, commerce one. But uh, the title of that one, uh, again, is? Politics and Welfare. So you're telling me I made a 90 on um, Fanstand? I don't grade. There's no numbers. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, we, we do it like they did in Gladiator. Thumbs up or thumbs down. And it's all thumbs up oh, with you. Okay. So there we go. Very, very good one. We'll. <laughs> We'll be hearing all those poems this weekend. So uh, looking forward to okay. uh, meeting Miss Stephanie uh, as well. So there you go. Stephanie, thanks for uh, checking in. We'll, we Maybe we'll speak with you uh, again tomorrow. Paula, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Whoa. Very loud. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie. Yes. How are you? It's Phil from Rio Rancho. Hi, Phil from Rio Rancho. How are you, sir? Go ahead. I uh, did a great job. And Stephanie did a great job, too. She did. She did. Every time. Uh, I just got a I got a question for you. I think one of the things that Trump underestimated when he became president was the corruption of the Democrats that were all embedded inside of the government and he had a tough time weeding all of them out. And I think if you're elected, you're gonna have the same type of an issue with everything that takes place in there. What's what's kind of your plan for dealing with the corrupt the, the Democrats or even people that are progressive? that's already embedded inside of the government that you kind of will inherit when you become governor or mayor. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> this is the easiest question I think I've been asked uh, in the history of all my radio. Uh, so here it is uh, straight there for you, Phil. Um, trust your gut. Remain paranoid. Okay. Remain paranoid. You always have to remain paranoid. One of the things that uh, Donald Trump did not do is remain paranoid enough. He had no idea uh, who, who his detractors were. Uh, before you react, uh, wait on it, sleep on it. Uh, realize that nobody is in favor of you being in the position of power that you happen to find yourself in, uh, including those people who are most close to you. They are actually the ones who are most interested in you not being in that particular position. It's just the way that power works. But let me tell you, when Donald Trump stopped relying on his gut and his instincts, because instinctually, I mean, the man is literally perfect. Instinctually, he knows the right thing to do. He knows how to, you know, fight back. He knows, you know, how to hold on to power, keep power. The problem is, is he started relying on other people's thinking and you can't do it. So when you're autonomous and you're yourself, 
and you know what your gut instincts are on things and it served you well, you go until it doesn't serve you well any longer, which you won't have any idea when you're at the edge of your perception on that stuff. So, you know, these kind of questions I think are really good. Uh, the, the most obvious thing is whatever your plan is, you know, to go ahead and, and keep that. Let me just let, let me just say, let nobody in on that plan, especially those uh, closest to you. So if you've got plans, you know, <laughs> what is this? Of mice and men, right? Right? Right down. I, I think that the best laid plans of uh, mice and men, that's exactly what you can't do. Never let anybody know what you're thinking. One of the great things I think that we have, uh, and that might seem ironic coming from me, but, you know, I think the people that I actually speak most often to and people who work with me, I hate to say it, uh, don't really know me that well either. I don't think there's a whole lot of people who know me really, really well. Though so they know that I, what I care about, they know what I love, they know a lot of things about me, but nobody really knows me. I think that's the that, that's the thing. And that's not to say that I'm not, um, you know, palpable and people, but I've I've always got like three or four things at any one time brewing in my head. That's not to say I'm brilliant. I just might be slightly crazy, but I also don't react. I don't have knee-jerk reactions, as you see. I think the entire time of this um, debates and this campaigning that was going on, I think, Dowd, weren't they expecting me to, like, implode or, oh, you know, yeah. have some oh, sort of, like, crazy reaction or something? Oh, sure. Like, sure. you know, just, like, lamb, you know, lambast people or something. I don't do that. I'm, I'm very, very calculated in what I'm doing. I mean, we didn't arrive here just sort of by accident. You can, We could see this shot from a while back, and this is something that Albuquerque needed. And I hope we're able to all follow through, and I'm glad that people out there are able to trust me enough to uh, realize that I know what I want, what's best for them. And I'm very unselfish in that pursuit. Uh, this isn't this doesn't help me. Doesn't help my personal life. Doesn't help my situation. Doesn't help my sleep or my health or anything. Like none of this helps me in any way, shape, or form. But you know what? It does help all of us to have somebody different in power, Phil, and uh, someone who actually cares about people and doesn't really much care about what happens to him. I, I literally don't have anything. I wish I could say I had something to lose in this pursuit. I don't really have anything to lose. Uh, those guys are playing with house money in one form or another, uh, I'm not playing with any money. I'm just going and doing this, I think, for every right reason that you can think about here. This is exactly why people should vote for me, because right now I have the ball, and uh, I don't think there's anybody that's going to take it away from us. And that's not to be to, to suggest that, that uh, I'm better than anybody, but the ball gets passed around from time to time to certain people. And you have to realize that when you have it and when you, when you don't, when it's not your, your turn, when it's not your opportunity. And right now it just... Uh, happens to be that way. So we're going to do our very best, follow through. Uh, and in terms of dealing with the other side, uh, I just don't keep my enemies close to me whatsoever. I do not believe in that. I'm not strong enough person, Phil, and I don't know that anybody truly is to keep their enemies. What, what is it? The saying, keep your enemies closer. Enemies close. Yeah. I don't, friends close and enemies closer. I don't subscribe to that at all. I don't want to be around anybody that hates me. I don't. I, don't, I agree. Yeah. I, I just, I, life's too short. I have no interest in being around people who, who want my ultimate demise. So, but you know, family and friends and all these people, they also have, they have their thoughts and it's, it's very also, also very interesting how condescending they can, how condescending they can become towards you uh, very quickly because they're like, well, how did you get there? Why'd you do that? Or how'd you do this? And I'm like, I didn't do anything. I'm just, you know, kind of just taking the next step. It's one foot in front of the other. So, you got to uh, be humble, but stay paranoid and trust your gut on everything. 
I, and I do, I want to reemphasize double uh, underline and capitalize, stay paranoid. It'll give you a lot of uh, thoughts. Just don't act on the paranoia, really. Just extrapolate a lot, you know, just high, and I'm very good at hypothesizing and, and, and I think that's what economics is, is sort of modeling be, uh, human behavior based upon rational uh, acting. It's called the dismal science for a reason, because people will always gravitate towards the lowest common denominator including this particular mayoral race. So <laughs> yeah. ultimately you just become self-serving. It's like, I don't care what anybody thinks of me anymore. I just want power. I'm like, whoa, that's how you know you lost. right there. So I don't know. Hopefully that answers some questions there for you. Phil. It does. Thank you very, very much. And I'm, right. I'm, I'm glad that you were able to put that out there. All right. Good. Good deal. I mean, then getting to know me, getting to know you. There it is. I mean, we'll just kind of, Leave it there. We never did get. Let me get to the rest of these texts. Uh, Murder Mike, you can go ahead and call in there, buddy. Uh, you're fired. What does that mean? I don't know. You know, I, I don't. So I don't believe in that either. Like, you know, telegraphing a punch. Like, when I when I'm there day one, I'm right, cleaning right, right. house, and uh, this guy's gone, and this guy's gone. I'm like, you're an idiot. Who talks like that? Like, you don't even have power. You're you're and you're out telling people like all these things that are going to happen this particular way. I'm like, all you're doing is setting yourself up for perfect failure. Here's what Trump did. I'm going to build a wall. It's the right thing to do. We're bringing jobs back to America. It's the right thing to do. Like, I think he just was like, <laughs> you know, he had a conversation with literally thousands of people, millions of people a day. And it was a back and forth. And people are like, wow, these people really, this, these people really hate me. And, and the guy's like, keep going. Just keep pushing through. You know, everyone was behind him. Go ahead and call in uh, Murder Mike. Uh, debate. A cat fight in the Twilight Zone. Voters see that the only sane and knowledgeable candidate is Eddie Aragon. You know how you know there's signs of the Armageddon? That the only sane and knowledgeable candidate <laughs> yep. is Eddie Aragon. That, that's where we are, ladies and gentlemen, in, in 2021. <laughs> After all of this, the answer is like, uh, what is it, Mortimer or whatever it is on uh, Back to School? Four? <laughs> What's a widget? Uh, let's see. Yes, and we'll get to that. I'm so sorry. Uh, hi, Adias. Nancy, just want to congratulate you on the debate last night. You're fantastic. You told the, the truth, and the people know how you are and what you're about. And I've talked to numerous friends today, and they all said that they were clearly the best candidate for the job. I'm praying also, if you have a moment, to tell me who you'd recommend for school. The school board. It would be very helpful. I don't know any of these people. Thank you for hanging, hanging in there. Uh, just go to vote. 505.com. Vote505.com. Vote for only those people, please. If you see that name and it matches what's on there, walk in, check off the box. Uh, see, Lori Robertson, not publicly funded. Good job, Lori. Uh, you have Dan Lewis and then Renee Grout. Oh, by the way, they did not publish my answers in the League of Women Voters. The nonpartisan League of Women Voters, yes. Yeah, the impartial League of Women Voters. You know, the very uh, first person who ever took an interest in me was the head of the League of Women Voters. Oh. And her name was Marilyn Cooper. And this was back in 1993. Like she was, she was very nice. She actually had an office right around the corner here. And um, her husband's name was Bill, Bill Cooper. And they had some sort of affiliation with Jerry Bruckheimer. Uh, wow. Wrote, yeah, so I don't know what it was, but she took an active interest in me and promoted me a lot and introduced. She's the one who introduced me uh, to all pe of all people, Dowd, uh, Tom Udall's daughter. 
Amanda oh, Cooper. Amanda, yes. Amanda. I'm going to take you by the hand and make you understand. And Amanda. Oh, my God. Who is that? Is that 38 Special? Who is that? Boston? Is it? Probably. Eddie, why didn't they introduce you as a local businessman? Tom Fisher. I don't know. Business. Pete Dinelli is such a, a you-know-what since high school. And Queen of Heaven. He's a terrible man. But he's right at one point. The slang term burqueño is super cholo. What? <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> Whatever. I, I guess. Uh, Eddie, you look dressed really sharp, stuck to the issues. Manny's behavior was deplorable. Deplorable. We're using Ooh. that word. Who knew that word to get in? And the constant bickering between him and Tim easily puts you head and shoulders above the rest. You mean physically? Did you notice, like, did you you want to you want to know how close the cameras were to each person? Did you notice? All you have to do is look at the microphones. Uh-huh. Manny's microphone is like, it's the biggest microphone I've ever seen on screen. It's like, whoa! <laughs> Scream close-up, whoa! <laughs> and then my, my microphone is right here, and I still filled up the, the entire score. That's a big, big boy. Uh, you look... Okay, good. I appreciate that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ronnie said, I, I can't look at Facebook. I have no social media presence. Uh, for your information, Timmy is having a town hall tomorrow. I think he is scared of poor, poor performance yesterday. Requiring oh. minds wants to know. He wasn't as poor as the other guy on there. Hi, Eddie. Good job on the debate. What did you mean about Manny coming against you? Cindy. Uh, well, there it is. Um, he filed an ethics complaint uh, based upon time. On the radio station, I believe is is that is that correct? Yes, and then yes. here's the uh, Twitter, here's the Twitter connection on all this. Let me uh, scroll down and give you the actual audio from yesterday. Uh, again, uh, good job by Tessa Mentis and uh, Chris Ramirez, uh, who did a nice job, I think, handling that. All things uh, considered, here's the uh, audio from yesterday's uh, debate. Let's take a listen. Um, my question is for Sheriff Manny Gonzalez, and he has now made me part of this drama that he seems to love so much, despite the fact that he is 0-5 in front of the ethics board. He has now put me in front of the ethics board. So I'd like to ask him and explain to our viewers, instead of focusing on the issues, which are city, crime, commerce, the things I want to run on, uh, ex- please explain after I gave you use of my radio station, Sheriff Manny Gonzalez, uh, why you decided to put me in front of the ethics board. Thank you. I have not put you in front of the ethics, ethics board. That was the doing of my political consultant. I'm not aware of uh, what you're talking about. I have been the sheriff and running uh, the sheriff's office, and I've also been a candidate. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, Mr. Adagon, we'll give you 20 seconds to clarify. Uh, you just admitted that you are colluding and using your political consultant, and you just admitted that your MFC is working directly with your own campaign, and you have now just admitted fraud, Sheriff Gonzalez. Thank you. Rebuttal. Mr. Rebuttal. 10 seconds, and then we're going to move on. That's not what I said. My political consultant uh, brought those things. I have no idea what you're talking about. That's just your misunderstanding. And then he says it again. I mean, seriously. <laughs> like, I don't, he, didn't re, he didn't understand when I told him that time. No. Like, your political consultant cannot be working with the MFC. 
It's called coordination, Manny. It's kind of one of the basic rules of uh, running for office. Even a non-political guy like me understands that that's a no-no. Stop talking down to me. Why are you talking <laughs> down to me over there? That's all fancy. What does coordination mean? Uh, Eddie, uh, no man, I wasn't able to try to catch up on today. Maybe I'm mistaken, but they said you were under investigation this morning on a news blurb I heard. <laughs> Every negative bit of news. Hey. If I didn't, can you imagine, I get great sleep. I'll have to listen again in the morning and see if they bring it up. Are you leading an investigation into Manny or something? No, because they definitely mentioned your name, wrapped it up in the middle of everything, and said it was kind of deceiving, sounding it was not you. Okay. But, pfft, mud. Eddie, not sure if you have any other debates, but why not go at Keller more and pay no attention to Manny? I've been going at only at Keller. Every single debate, I've been going only at Keller. The entire time, I think I left Manny alone in debates three and four. We're trying to get uh, Tim Keller out of office. Seriously. I'm sick of both of them not asking you questions. Rock on, Rock Aragon. I live in Los Lunas, but they talk about you to my Albuquerque folks. Side note, Tessa looked irritated when Manny asked her to repeat the question from Alejandro Contreras. She was. It was like a total delay. I felt bad, you know. Wrong, you don't understand Spanish. This they beat you. Just received my absentee ballot, wife and I. Two more votes for Eddie. Remember, uh, Eddie is uh, E D D Y. Back after a quick break, let's check on the. Oh, I guess we're going to check on uh, crime. I guess a lot going on since last weekend. So it's going to be a long report from Murder Mike. We'll do that when we return here in the Kiva 537. We'll wrap the show with the. Uh, Crime report from uh, Murder Mike. This is that ice cold Michelle fight for that white gold. This one for them hood girls, them good girls, straight masterpiece. Styling, violent, living it up in the city. Got chucks on with Saint Laurent. Gotta kiss myself, I'm so pretty. I'm too hot. Call the police and the fireman. I'm too hot. Make a dragon wanna retire, man. I'm too hot. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frame. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. I need something sweet, chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit, nuts, cream jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. Not just from anywhere, it must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. 
This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we all also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Raw Greens on San Mateo, north of Manal. Come into Raw Greens, all-natural CBD and hemp products for anxiety, stress, sore muscles. Raw Greens topical creams, tinctures, and pet products. Raw Greens, online, cbd.theplaceilike.com. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns. Defenders of your freedom. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Steady, calm, reliable. Words that don't exactly describe what's going on right now. But at Los Ranchos Gun Shop, that's precisely what you'll see. Fear drives gun and ammo sales, but the staff at Los Ranchos Gun Shop is committed to dependable customer care, understanding your needs, and offering fair prices to help you protect your home, family, and self. Experience Los Ranchos Gun Shop on 4th Street, south of Osuna, or shop online at shop.losranchosguns.com. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229. 884-8229. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. 
Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. Are you currently leasing but have always wanted to own a building? Looking to take advantage of all-time historically low interest rates? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. She's got a lot of money. She's kind of nutty. And I don't know. I'm going to have to. Anyway, you got Murder Mike. I told, I threatened Murder Mike if he didn't call in 30 seconds, I was going to go ahead and just skip it. But we're not going to skip it because he made it. Way to go, Murder Mike. I made it. I made it. My hair might like, change in Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you've got, you've basically got to run down Friday night, uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. So that I'm uh, I'm hoping correct. you can keep this very succinct. Hopefully you're prepared. This is the big I test. Uh, this is this is the big test right here for you, Murder Mike. We've oh, been okay, away, you, but we know that you're hard at work regardless. So lay it on us. Tell us what's been happening. Is that is that five days now? That's, that's um, five Friday, days. Saturday, Monday, Tuesday. So yeah, pretty close. All yeah. right, lay it on us. What's All going right. on? And, and a full right moon, and a full moon. Oh, full, no. full moon is tonight, by the way. Well, I guess I know what I'm going to be doing for the next couple of nights. Yeah. And this isn't going to be one of them. <laughs> there you go. Full moon. There you go. I'm going to jump right into it. Beginning with Friday night, because there is a lot that happened over the week, the last few days. Okay. Uh, at 8 o'clock in the evening, officers responded to a crash that happened at Montgomery and Morris Northeast. Uh, police say that road rage led to shots being fired between two vehicles. One driver sustained multiple gunshot wounds and was taken to the hospital where he later died. This is an ongoing investigation, and details are limited at this time. Okay, stop there. Stop, stop there. I got to scream into the mic just to get him to, like, his ears just are shut off the whole time. So that was was, was Friday night at 8 o'clock. Let me, I'm, I'm trying to give our direct signal direct signal into our listeners who were curiously listening as they just heard about homicide 98 on the year right there homicide 98 there on the year what seemed like was a car crash was a man being shot several times and dying uh and we're five days away from it and details are still sketchy at this time so there it is homicide 98 uh 
This has got to stop. Please go ahead. What's next? And I don't know how you would classify this, but at 1.30 in the morning that same night or morning, street racing led to a fatal crash on lead at Columbia Southeast. That's in the South University area campus. APD reported that two trucks were headed westbound on lead when they picked up when they were picking up speed drag racing. As they approached the light at Columbia, one truck slowed down to stop for the light. The other ran the red light, crashing into a, another vehicle traveling northbound on Columbia. The driver of the truck was injected from the vehicle and died at the scene. His passengers were taken to the hospital with minor injuries. It is unknown if drugs or alcohol were a factor in his crash, and no, no, no other information has been released at this time. Moving along to Saturday night, a structure fire at the Econo Lodge where a barricaded suspect started his room on fire. Upon arrival, AFR observed smoke showing and launched a quick offensive attack to extinguish the fire. The suspect was not injured, and the police took him into custody. Good. Just uh, short, uh, a short time later, a second structure fire was reported at, in the, uh, at 1024, that's 1024, Alvarado Southeast, one or more of the occupants were transported to a local hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. And this is the cool thing. AFR revived several of the canines by administering O2 to the dogs. So they saved a couple of dogs out of that. Dow's happy about that. There you go. And at 12.30 in the morning, a carjacking occurred at Ophelia and at Burleson Northeast. The suspect crashed the vehicle into a ditch, then attempted a second carjacking. All while the APD was watching and immediately stopped it from excel, you know, getting any worse and uh, made arrested on that one as well. Um, there was actually, Sunday night was pretty, uh, and then Sunday night at 5 a.m. a pedestrian was killed on northbound I-25. This is actually Sunday night, Monday morning. At 5 a.m., a pedestrian was killed while trying to cross I-25 northbound at Mountain Road. The freeway was shut down for a significant time. Yeah, while, that's, uh, that was rough. That started, that kicked off the week. That was that was really ugly. That was right off of Lomas, the mountain, and that's a dangerous place because you can fly through there on that underpass as you're getting out. I mean, you really get going, and then you have that hump that goes down through that light and. You cannot stop fast enough there. So if you're trying to cross the street at Mountain on there, I mean, good luck. It's not a good place to cross the street. So I'm yeah, not su- well, not surprised at uh, the fatal there uh, on that. But that yeah, and there's that, been a lot of accidents at that particular location, if I remember correctly, too. So um, and then at 9 a.m., AFR responded to a person that had fallen in their home in the 5,000 block of Fairfax Northwest, and then up. Actually, this has been updated. It, first, the call was reported that a person had fallen in their home and was deceased. However, uh, an update on that. The son had actually killed his mother after an argument. 99. That's number 99 right there. Uh, okay, can we get uh, some more details, and can you please go slow uh, on this uh, explanation? So this is a son who killed his mother. Do we know any of the details, how this proceeded, what, what's happened? 
uh, in all of this. Evidently, was high on meth and had an ongoing uh, drug problem, and I guess he claimed he didn't even know what he did. So, oh my gosh! Uh, oh. And BCSO and APD are investigating that as well. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens with that slide. That forget what number where that was made it as a homicide rate. Eleven fifty six a.m. A shooting occurred in the seventy nine hundred block of Bell Southeast. That's at Bell at Dallas. That's in the war zone. A male, one male, suffered multiple gunshot wounds, was bleeding heavily, and was taken to UNMH Hospital in an unknown condition. Is there any, follow, is, there any is there any follow up on that, Murder Mike? Not yet. I'm working on it, but what, a lot of time, once these calls are dispatched and they have the initial uh, officers arriving on scene, they take a lot of their traffic to their KDT, which is their computer in their car. So. That's Do we know how different. old was this an altercation? Do we know how old the victim was? No, we don't. Just uh, they just said a male uh, had suffered multiple GSW and was transported. We, we, we have got to. That we have absolutely just, have to have details on this stuff. These are not you, Murder Mike, but just in general, the community needs to have details where what's happened, APBs going out, unknown suspect, uh, whatever. That uh, we possibly can. The community needs to know way more about every single one of these things that goes on. I totally agree, and I'm hoping someday maybe the PIO and I will be able to get together so I can get a, at least follow-up information. Uh, when it comes to a shooting, the only follow-up information I can obtain is when I switch to a different radio and listen to the ambulance talking to the hospital. Uh, usually, at that point, I'll get the uh, the sex of the individual. Uh, the age of the of the individual and a, a more uh, concise uh, description of the injuries, but lots of times I just don't catch the scanner in time to to switch to that particular hospital channel. So, but I am working on that, I, and I'm, I'm hoping that we'll we will be able to start clarifying things a lot a lot better and a lot more transparency. Hopefully, uh, under a new city manager's leadership. So, Monday night. Uh, Okay, and here we go for Monday night at 10.30 in the evening, another pedestrian fatality on the freeway. This occurred on I-40 westbound at the 203 mile marker. That's close to the Torrance County line. It was a hit and run that involved, uh, possibly involved a semi-truck. Uh, the victim was an unidentified female who was pronounced dead at the scene. Uh, New Mexico State Police is investigating. At 12.04 a.m., in the area of Grove and Trouble, a two-year-old female, that's a a two-year-old, was found wandering the neighborhood alone. Rescue and EMS responded and discovered the child had visible signs of trauma and bruising on her back. Juvenile authorities were contacted in an attempt to locate the parent or guardian and APD Juvenile Division is in charge of the investigation. At the, fortunately, the child wasn't hurt bad. 12.32 a.m., the Bernal County Sheriff's Office responded to a crash at Las Padillas and Isleta in the South Valley. It's reported that a vehicle crashed into a light pole, possibly causing one ejection, and that another uh, passenger severely injured. One male was found bleeding heavily, with his arm and his arm had been amputated. 
Uh, oh. There's no further <laughs> no further information on, on that, and the investigation is ongoing. At 12.53 that morning, another traffic accident occurred over the bridge, on the bridge over the railroad tracks between, on lead, I'm sorry, on lead over the railroad tracks between Broadway and 2nd. Injuries were non-life-threatening, and it's reported that a wrong-way driver is the one that caused the accident. The lid was shut down for a short period of time while the accident was cleared. And then at 1 a.m., a fight in progress was reported in the 100 block of Tennessee Northeast. The suspects were all the suspects were armed with guns and knives. However, there were no injuries reported, and they say it was anywhere from 15 to 20 uh, suspects. All right. So this is exactly you're very loud, Mike, with what the rattling of the paper. Um, oh, this sorry is, about that. This is uh, honestly where. You know, a lot more can be done in terms of constitutional policing versus proportional uh, force. You know, so you have case law, and if we know that people have weapons and then they're in the possible process of committing a crime, there is such thing as a Terry pat-down that could actually happen on these uh, particular individuals. So, so if they've got guns or knives and they are conscious of this and they know this, a Terry pat-down would allow us to go ahead without uh, violating uh, any sort of... Uh, CASA agreements or DOJ edicts or any of that other crap that's going on that we, it's a necessary evil that we put ourselves in. A uh, Terry Patdown would be definitely, but we'd also have to have plenty of backup, uh, which would include, you know, having the sergeants, have the, having the sergeants create a, a force array just to deal with, with that uh, situation, which would take another 10, 15 minutes. So, you know, very, very difficult, almost next to impossible to get that thing done. I wish we would have had more conversation about that during our debate on, you know, constitutional policing uh, versus proportional force. Uh, I think that would have been a better conversation than the one we had last night. Any, uh, any other items before you get prepared for a very busy night there, young man? I was believed to be armed. Uh, there was an armed suspect barricaded in his residence. That, that was the one in the morning, uh, heavily armed. Uh, and I could jump to the, uh, I can either give you all the stats. Just or give us the just the just the just the facts, ma'am. So just the, give us the, the total stats. stats for the weekend. Yes, sir. We're looking at 32 assaults, 26 oh. domestic violence calls, 35 shots fired calls, four DWI arrests, one two auto burglaries, two re- correction three residential burglaries. Four commercial burglaries, seven auto thefts, six down and out calls, four narcotics related calls, one shoplifting call, there we go, and four suicide calls. So that's kind of a a brief look at what happened in the last few days. So um, we're on top of it. The scanners are going and we're trying to do uh, stay on top of everything that's been going on. The last few days have been pretty busy, so I expect another couple of nights to be the same way. All right. We'll check in with you again tomorrow. Murder Mike, uh, great job. Uh, best stories, uh, most top five at Red Stories. Feed out Muska as uh, found directly at rockoftalk.chat. 
Yeah, uh, number one, for some strange reason, today's Daily Blast, uh, people were really, really interested in this debate that occurred last night. I think it was for New Mexico's largest municipality, the great city of Albuquerque. That was number one. Uh, Number two, kind of interesting, the governor getting some free press, opening a sports complex up in Las Vegas, New Mexico, doing those gubernatorial things, running around and getting your picture taken and getting puff profiles in the local media. Uh, Number three, a really interesting statistic uh, study coming out that was uh, covered by the New York Post. Broken hearts, sad, sad people were on the rise before lockdown mania, and the researchers think it's only gotten worse during lockdown mania. Really? Uh, Yeah. Number four, I – Slow down. I want to hear more about that. Tell us about the story. Yeah. Uh, Let me uh, – I've been, uh, been a little bit busy. Are you telling us uh, people aren't coming together? This isn't, uh, this isn't better together? Well, uh, you know. It, I thought this whole pandemic was about us somehow coming together, right? This, this data uh, was compiled before lockdowns, but the researchers said that COVID-19 has likely caused if the worsening of the conditions they observed. Uh, we know that there have been profound effects on the heart-brain connection during the pandemic. We are at the tip of the iceberg in terms of measuring what those are, according to one of the uh, one of the researchers. So, I mean, they looked at, I guess they, you know, for clickbait, you know, they always got to portray it in, in exciting ways. Uh, broken heart syndrome, uh, skyrocketing rates, both intriguing and concerning. Uh, overall stress, uh, uh, menopause and technology might contribute to the older uh, folks having uh, uh, the issues that they're having. What are you talking As, about? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, life-threatening condition, uh, broken heart syndrome. <laughs> and it's, it's a real phenomenon. I mean, but, but again, we've been talking about this uh, deaths of despair, uh, the broken families, family fragmentation, social connectedness uh, being lost. And uh, they are, di- they, you know, again, they documented a, this mounting phenomenon. Uh, it's called, let's see, heart, heart issues. Uh, broken heart syndrome rising at an increasing rate generally happens following a period of severe emotional or physical stress, both men and women have been steadily increasing their rates of broken heart syndrome at rising rates. And uh, obviously yeah. our, our readers were very, very, very uh, interested in that. Yeah, and I then, was uh, like Yeah, final, uh, final story was Lieutenant uh, Colonel Stuart Scheller. You know, we know that name. He criticized publicly on social media. The commander-in-chief, I believe, President Biden, in some disciplinary action has been taken against him. An interesting dive on what your free speech – free speech rights are as a member of the military. Uh, he's been penalized for coming up, speaking out uh, regarding the Afghanistan thing. So uh, again, it's fun to see, Eddie, some of what I'm calling Dowd's extra clicks. Those mm. are things that are beyond the borders of New Mexico. I throw a couple of things in that are of interest to me, foreign policy, energy policy, that kind of stuff. So people are, are liking the extra clicks as well. And again, folks, you can Good. subscribe, rockoftalk.chat for now. The Daily Blast is still free, but the paywall is falling next month. And I want to say one other thing is uh, D. Dowd Muska. I'm going to finally get to see him for the first time in <laughs> two months and a week. Yes, Over indeed. Two months and a week I haven't seen you. Yes, tomorrow. What, what are we in studio. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those boys better be there because I'm going to have Milano cookies for them. Oh, no no boys tomorrow. We got, uh, I've got a busy week. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, hopefully I'll get to see them soon but uh, we'll leave it right there thanks everybody for tuning in here this afternoon don't forget fight for 505.com that's fight for 505.com you can uh, find all about my uh, mayoral campaign there all the videos i believe that all five 
Debate's all right there. You're about to hear debate number five coming up next. Right after a little Pink Floyd and time, quick uh, top of the hour ID, and uh, we'll be bringing it back home for you tomorrow at 4 p.m. right here on your favorite radio station, AM 600 Kia, FM. Way, but you're 